0: What's up everyone? This is V, aka Vernon English. Let me first take the time out to thank um, my listeners, uh, the new people who subscribed. I appreciate you. I actually have your name too, which is actually weird and awkward, but not cringy. But I'm just thankful for someone actually taking the time and, you know, paying attention to what it is that I have to say about writing. Um, It's not an easy endeavor nor is it something that I would recommend for the faint of heart. It it takes some little points and uh, cues and I always commented on the podcast series. So thank you so much. This is Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast, uh, Spikey Bebop. Uh, Spikey Bebop is the name of the podcast and I cover Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds, the book that I wrote, and the series. So it's basically something that uh i've been working on for years now uh it's an own personal project and uh i released it on amazon i'm just really excited about it but it's not over (laughs) i'm not done yet when it comes to um expressing my ideals and my ideas so uh i'm continuing uh this process of writing and starting on my next book which i believe is my fifth book but yeah it's um just you know getting ideas um hashing what works in my head and then uh i'll verse some ideas to my wife and you know other people too and just see what they think and if i get good responses i know i'm on to something and if i get you know the slow reacting response or something where they don't understand or they're saying explain it differently your layman's terms then i have uh more to work on with it which i'm completely okay with um, I have to. <laughs> I, I you gotta interject this here. I do go on tangents, but they're always meaningful, and I always tie them back into what it is that I'm writing. I, I watch a whole bunch of stuff, and one could say that I watch the same things, but not necessarily. I'm actually quite eclectic in things that I like. Well, Films, cartoons, you will generally see me watch um, versus, you know, uh, other TV shows, dramas, and things like this. Comedies, I'm down for, but it has to be a good comedy. Like, I'm very specific with it, with my jokes. I'm, I, it's really hard to describe. I'm a tough crowd <laughs> to, you know, coming from where I come from. And as a writer, I'm only, what, 35. So I was born in 1987. And for me, I come from like this, I guess, ending point and then beginning point. So it was like the ending point of people not connected and not doing cool stuff. And then the beginning point of people being connected and doing cool stuff. And what I mean by that is like... I mean, when I grew up, <clears throat> my my grandmother had, like, the dial-up phone. Pretty much everyone had that. But come around, what, 10 years later, I'm like, what, 18, 19 or something like this. And everyone has a cell phone, flip phone. Everybody else has the internet on their phone. They had Blackberries. They were, you know, messaging, instant messages, group chats. All kind of things were kind of like the beginning stages of but very much uh, in use and fast forward 10 years you know what i'm in my like mid-20s i pretty much you know established this thing in my head that i wanted to do something and i wanted to do something in life now okay let me take a little little time and say that this is not a self-help book this is not a self-help podcast or any of these things (laughs) i was low-key listening to a podcast in a lift the other day and um i thought it was npr but anyway with that being said um i also listened to someone else earlier today and talk about discipline and discipline is an interesting subject and it sounds very self-helpy and all that other type of stuff um The first and foremost thing that I have to say for someone who uh, is or self-proclaiming themselves as an artist and approaches art the same way they would approach something else in life, and I would automatically shake my head at that. (laughs) Art has a different symphonic cadence. Literally, than the work rhythm of you typing at a desk, crunching numbers, thinking of something, or problem solving. Problem solving does um, come in handy for art in many different aspects and very uh, personal skills or interpersonal skills, but the discipline part is, you know, applying yourself, thinking of yourself, um, doing certain things, holding yourself accountable. There's all kind of things that go along with it. But <clears throat> the difference of maturity and adolescence for me is to understand what it is that I'm making. And, and understandably so. If I spend a whole entire day in bed. Um, that would not be a day wasted <laughs> because my mind would be going fifty eleven miles an hour, um, whether it is the rest that I need or this uh, push that I need is all upon myself and what it is that I determine. And it, it's a weird subject matter because I, I've talked about this before on the podcast series and... A lot of people, you know, when you get online or you get the first thing you do when you wake up in the morning and you you don't jump on your phone, you're automatically inundated with, you know, your peers and what they've been doing while you were sleeping. (laughs) Which inevitably I understand, but this level of comparison has grown since, you know, when I was younger. And there is no sense of jealousy or anything like this. It's kind of like this aha moment where I can take whatever it is that you know the tool has been made a template for example or just some drop-down menu then I could do that and apply it myself and I take notes I mean I'm not even wasting time in any way shape or form of you know maximizing the output that I can even if you do you know crank out (laughs) Uh, an insane amount of content, you kirk out, like, books and things like this, there has to be, you know, an audience and some level of interaction that you want. So, basically, back to what I was tying with, when it comes to discipline, um, you must understand that it is not something, quote-unquote, going to the gym about. Um, An artist is quite unequivocally the antithesis of all of these things. The only damning thing that, you know, a writer or any person who does art uh, would understand is that they have a deadline. Uh, How they go about doing so is completely up to them. (laughs) There is no set mode like, oh, I want to be this done. I want to be like 50% done and this, this, that and percentages and... You know, those are nice, those are interesting numbers, but you have to give your self some room for growth. And for growth, I, you know, spent an inordinate amount of time doing absolutely nothing. But, you know, people would see y'all oh, he's just laying around watching TV and this, this. I actually was gaining so much of the information that I needed, the things that I didn't need, and the things that I wanted. Um I had to learn how to pick and choose which ones, and then I had to learn like how I wanted to spend my day. I don't think a lot of people have the liberty or the the, I guess, you know, free time to plan out a whole week and then let alone a day because they're focused and they have other things and responsibilities. But as an artist, even with said responsibilities, they're still, this level of play they're still well I'm you know programming oh okay I'm gonna do this at two okay I'm gonna do this and being your own you know quote-unquote boss or being the one that is a scheduler I look up to you know artists who instinctively know you know this I need to be doing this now I need to be doing this now I need to be doing this now because those are the chaotic parts that you know have the minor management of basically a little bit of order or chaotic order, if you will. And for me, I- I'm still mastering mine. <laughs> still, you know, uh, picking and choosing. But I have this once again from me being younger to me being who I am today. I know what I'm doing while I'm doing it. Versus me wondering if this is okay, wondering what uh, fruition would happen from it. What would, I don't know, quote unquote, bring me something um, that would change my circumstances. And inevitably, I'm literally speaking to you now. And that is one of those things that changes someone's circumstances. Art is a very uh, powerful medium and tool. And I love that because it never really rests. Even when you're resting, it's still going on. It's still progressing. It's still changing. And that's one of the things that I love about it. But it's, it's one of the things that essentially made me who I am today. Uh, and I'm truly thankful for, you know, people giving me the opportunity to know how uh, I write and what it is that I need to write, how it is that I need to create and progress. And it was never anything contrived. Um, I laugh when people think of things on based on ego. <laughs> it's like telling uh, this one anime character who couldn't uh, speak or who had like a speech impediment or something like this uh, that he's trying to look for attention when he's just looking to speak to someone for the first time. <laughs> if you've ever seen that um, anime, it's called The Ranking of Kings, and uh, it's a very, very good show. Very, very dark. Um, I I mean, hey, it's October. eh, But it's just a a great personification of uh, unnatural circumstances in a very whimsical, magical type world. So for me, I'm just really chilling. And um, I I like tying it into my stories in my books. um, Because I, I tell people this is a part of the writer's room. Like you're literally sitting in the room with me and I'm telling you what is inspiring me to write down this idea in this endless book in my brain. Now, I've developed this over time (laughs) from lack thereof of, you know, certain stimuli and or tools at the time. And so if I didn't have a certain thing, I would automatically take a mental note so that when I did have it, I would... You know, supplement it. And I, I'm telling you, this is no brag. This is no corner knuckle jerk about um, making, you know, content and how you can do so. It, it's very not. <laughs> it is picking up a pen and pencil. Yes, yeah, very simple, but coming up with original content and coming up with something that you're proud of and inspiring now takes more than just an afternoon of thought. And it takes more than just maybe possibly four weeks of thought. Um, it takes something that you really want to be proud of and to come back to and not feel like that pit feeling in your stomach of looking into it and, you know, if you are proud of it or not. <clears throat> There's no one in the world after school to give accolades for something that they don't feel that they should give accolades for. They, they pretty much and unanimously, the people... Uh, let you know what it is that they like and what it is that they don't like Uh, so for me my story I'm still you know progressing it and I'll even use this as an example of ranking of kings now this is the first time I've done this but I can develop a character based off of that scenario and how sad it was but I want to mirror the setting that they have Uh, the thing about uh, the world that I created is called celestial is that is insanely large? <laughs> Pause. Um, it's insanely, you know, a world the size of the sun. So the parameters, the sheer scope of how large, and you know the the basic landscape is that insanely incomprehensibly something that you know anyone in this world has has not seen before so I'm still versing it in my head and if I have one setting the weird part is that I can have you know 15 settings and it still be in the same world and there be not a beat missed. (laughs) there won't even be you know anything from just progressing from page to page and so um, creating this new type of scenario I can do you know something quite medieval and, um, I don't even know why or how we came up with that word, medieval, anyway. Um, I can do that, but I want to change this hopelessness and this story of this, you know, uh, youth uh, who is downtrodden and looked down upon. Um, I want to have him as uh, someone else whom no one knows. And so then, like, basically playing off of the, uh, everyone forgetting their memories, And then having this young man know who he is and then him basically looking at his people, you know, and then speaking to him and all the confusion and things they're upset with. And then eventually, I don't even know if I want to because I'm writing the story right now, uh, if I want to have him reveal himself later on or him just live his life as, you know, popping in and helping out people with negotiations or something like this. I find this quite mercurial. Um, to have conversations that people usually do not have. And there's this sense of error of, uh, what do you call this? Uh, public uh, decency or uh, PC. You know, being very uh, respectful to people and things like this. When on the street, I know that is never the case. <laughs> Only in the aspect of saying things that would not get you hit would someone short. Uh, stop short of just their speech and I love that that's what makes uh, this place so fun and the world so fun and I'm just going to develop this a little bit more and I'm going to call this podcast bulgy but yeah 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 if you're into anime if you're into cartoons and things like this uh, I have a rolodex that I go throughout the year and I'm checking out a few other different shows Uh, everybody's talking about the chainsaw man Everybody's talking about the new Bleach. And then they're talking about a couple other different series. Um, what's this? Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen and a couple other different shows. But I, I'm really interested into where this story will develop. So uh, check out the ranking, ranking R-A-N-K-I-N-G of Kings. It's a really good show. I think you'll like it. Alright? Peace.